Crescendo Studio presents The Way Through. In this series, we interview established players in the New Zealand music industry to find out what they do, how they do it, and how they can help emerging musicians and producers on their way through. This podcast was funded thanks to Recorded Music New Zealand. Welcome to The Way Through, Noima. Nice to have you welcome. here. Welcome. Cool. Thanks for the welcome. <laughs> it's yeah. great to be here. <laughs> awesome spaces. Yeah, podcast number two. Hey. This is surprising. I reckon you're going to get the call up for more podcasts after this. Oh, you know, I like to talk a lot of shit, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. So this podcast, we're trying to give people that listen in a nice, well-rounded view of the music industry which is super important, but some realistic kind of tips or tricks and things that you've learnt in your time in the industry. What's really cool is that I first met you when I was in your class. Yeah, you were one of my, one of my first students, I think. Yeah, when, when was that? Uh, so it would have been six years ago, which is crazy <laughs> considering what's happened now. Super cool. Yeah. So you were teaching music production yeah, then, primarily that yeah. was my my main class there. Yeah, and I loved it. I remember you excelling in it and being a very keen student. You were one of the only students I remember who was keen to take some of that stuff to the live parts of the programs at Mains. I remember you plugging in your your beat pads and everything. Oh, like playing Machine yeah, live on yeah. stage. Because no one else did that then. It was just like guitar, bass, drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triggering samples. Anyway, yeah, super <laughs> cool. So you were a student at Mains? Yep. I um, first studied there in 2010, did the level four music course. Uh, it was a certificate in contemporary music performance. Yeah. And then 2011 did their diploma and the same thing. And then after that, there was no degree at that point. So you could only get a level five qualification. Pretty much just worked at New World in the liquor department for two years and on the shore. Then they brought the first year of the degree to Mainz in 2014, I think. So I went back, joined a whole new class of people. Yeah, was one of the guinea pigs for their degree there at the time. Right. So, yeah. mm. Did your music production, were you doing anything before you started kind of studying at Mainz in terms of like really getting into doors or is it kind nah. of like music and then? So this is one of the, the coolest things about nowadays is that Doors are so accessible to everyone, right? You can have a MacBook here. You can do it on yeah. a web browser now. Yeah. And then when I studied music, that was only kind of just the beginning of that. Like you could kind of get doors at home, but you needed a really good computer to run mm. them, which mm. were quite expensive back then. So I didn't even know what music production was to be honest. I just loved playing guitar and kind of writing some riffs and all of that stuff. So I, yeah. Went to Mainz with no music production knowledge at all, but I was pretty like I was pretty nerdy. Like I was, I guess, an avid student in high school. The technology of like recording like seemed really appealing to me. Being able to compose and like listen to all the parts that I put together myself was really appealing, which I learned at Mainz on Logic Eight, I think it was. And now we're been in Logic Ten for almost ten years, so it's like yeah, 
Dave, where did you start on Logic? I started on Logic 5. Logic 5? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How much was it back then? Was it still really expensive? Uh, it wasn't my It wasn't my one. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, was it but, like, my version was, was Logic 6, but, yeah, it was expensive. Yeah. You know, and then uh, Logic 8 was when I think that came with, like, 10 discs or something like that, yeah. or 8 discs. Yeah, and it was, I think, like, a grand back yeah, then, right. like, the same as yeah. Pro Tools. And the computers that you needed to run it were, um, well, Compared to today's standards, it's basically like your cell phone's more powerful. Than, yeah. <laughs> they were there like G4s and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been the biggest, I guess, change in music technology I've seen over the last like decade and a bit was the accessibility to mm. be able to record your own music and things like podcasts and do mixes at home, which you yep. just, that was never really a thing. Not that I was really part of the music industry before that, but I, was definitely aware of how things worked. Did you start playing live and in bands at the same time as you were studying at Mainz? Was that part of the course? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that was, was part of the course. I was definitely more of a live musician before Mainz. So I'm, I'm from Gisborne, did a whole lot of Rock Quest stuff. In my high school class, we were put into a covers band with our music teacher and we'd go play like the Cozy Club and RSAs and get paid and stuff. And I couldn't stand it at the time. We were playing like a lot of Eagles and Doobie Brothers and stuff, which now I like love so much. Yeah. But at that time, I was like, no, nah, man, because it was the like early 2000s and like, oh, man, I just want to do like Paramore and like, <laughs> yeah. like some Metallica and all that stuff. But it taught me a lot about, I guess, how to play with musicians. It taught me a lot about song compositions and a lot about harmony, like when you're doing Eagles and Doobie Brothers, like a lot about vocal harmonies, mm. all of that stuff. Yeah, I was definitely more live orientated before going to Mainz and then became fascinated with production and yeah. all of that stuff. And how did it work when you finished at Mainz and mm. then you ended up tutoring? Yeah, so I guess this would have been end of 2015. So that was the last year of our degree. I knew going into the last year of the degree that there's going to be no more special island of where everyone loves me. Like, you know, like when you're a student, you're like super special. Everyone cares about what you're doing. And I knew kind of after that, that wasn't really going to be a thing. You're not going to have that support around mm -hmm. you. So basically for that last year, I was trying to collaborate with my peers as much as I could. Some of them are like doing really well now, like Elena. We were in the same class together. So I was like, well, I want to start moving into production and co-writing. And then I have these artists in my class who are wanting to move into their own artist projects. So why don't I kind of help assist them? And then that might help get me prepared for when I left mains. I knew was, I was still going to have to sort something financially after that. So applied for lots of jobs at the end of 2015, got nothing, just like things like bar work and stuff. And mm. I think they just kind of saw like that I had a music degree and I wasn't very interested and working at a bar and so I wasn't really picking anything up so like out of desperation I just went to Mainz I was like hey if you guys need like just a mentor to help some of the level seven students or anything like I'm just looking for something like not necessarily pay just something to get some experience in two weeks later I heard from them and it turns out one of the guitar tutors was leaving which was also something that I specialized in and then the production tutor at level four was moving on to doing production for level five. So that was Josh Sorensen. Yeah. So the space opened up. It just like perfectly fit what I specialized in. So I was super lucky. Yeah. <laughs> super, super lucky in that, in that sense. 
it's funny eh? it's like super lucky when things align like that yeah. but it's like you'd done all the prep work and that you're like serious in your last year about like con- yeah. you know concreting another step and then the step came yeah so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in you have to be prepared for luck to happen so and yeah same with working at big fan like very lucky that that opportunity had come along and i was just mm. kind of ready to take it on one thing I wanted to jump into you to this with you was about the education mm. side of things, which is yeah. quite cool because we yeah. haven't had someone to speak to that had gone through each level uh, yeah. and then come out the other side now when you're like, you know, full on production engineer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Dave's going to have some questions about this as well. Cool. So what's your view on studying music? We'll, we'll start <laughs> with, we'll start with the, the big one and then yeah. we can like chop it down if that's not like a very useful question yeah 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 interesting to see like maybe in the the bigger expanse uh, what your answer I, is i have two conflicting perspectives on it like I, and I'm, I'm still not quite in one lane about it i i definitely think for some people you just don't need to study like don't yeah. worry about it like everything's online you like if you're driven enough you can access what mm-hmm. you need to access if you have some sort of networking already like you have someone who's kind of connected to some people you probably don't need university depending on what skills you're wanting to learn so yeah so counter to that argument if you have a lot of gaps um, in your music knowledge probably the best place to go is university to study music like if you if you want to be i guess an awesome guitarist you yeah you can do a lot of it online but maybe yeah, maybe you just don't have access to, I know, certain technologies or certain people. There's a lot of experts at university. Yeah. Like, if you have a Dixon Nacy or something, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, the government will pay you to go learn from that person. Yeah. So it is a big time commitment, and sometimes the courses aren't going to necessarily fulfill everything you're looking for. So... I think some people go into university expecting that, like it's going to fill all the gaps, but I think Mm -hmm. you have to be very active within the industry that you're looking to join, getting in touch with, say, if you're wanting to get into recording music, getting in touch with studio. If you want to do live music, you should be talking to people like College Hill. uh, Sorry, if you want to do live engineering stuff. So I think you have to be, while studying, very proactive Mm -hmm. in that industry that you're looking to join, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, really. But yeah, it's not going to give you all the answers, that, but it will definitely help if you're new to that industry. Like me, like I came from Gisborne up to Auckland, knew nobody up here and kind of had no choice but to study. Like it was the only way that I was going to find out more about the industry, find out, yeah, just meet people, all of those things. But same time, it's a lot of money. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's yeah. 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 If you're driven enough, I don't think you need it. But yeah, it is a helpful resource, but that resource won't provide all the answers at the same time. With that, that you know, it's funny you say because that kind of answers one of my things with you know the the expectations of of you yeah. know like what study can achieve for you. Some of them, some of the students I've worked with, they they assumed that you know like study, you know like when, when I get out of college, it's all going to yeah. fall into place. Whereas it's like mm. no, nah, not really. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like resent like um, tertiary institutions for that as well. I kind of wish they'd be a bit more honest about That's those right. things. Like I've I've seen being a part of it, like they would capitalize on people not knowing, and they'd just enroll them anyway. Yep. And like knowing these students just aren't fit for it, yep. 
they're not ready for it, but because they're going to bring in bums on seats and money attached to that, that take them anyway. And mm. that was something I couldn't stand. Yeah. Well, that's a question I get asked all the time. Like, oh, hey, where's the best place to study? The answer I usually give them is like, well, where are you looking? You know, so, you know, I'm always giving the advice of, well, look at what you're actually going to be studying there. And is that going to be benefiting where you see yourself at the yeah. end of it? Especially when you're in, like you said, like it is quite expensive. On the other side of that, I'm coming from the driven side of the education. You know, yeah. I I was lucky as well. Yeah. I got to skip all the study and just go straight into studios. Yeah. But from a driven perspective, when I'm recommending places for aspiring musicians to study, you know, like I'm, I realize now that there's no real kind of like bad place because no. all of it contributes to this holistic, like yeah. well-rounded musician, whether you're going to be a guitarist or an audio engineer or a producer, like they're all helpful skills. All of in it some is helpful. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, I've, I've definitely found that as well. It's hard to see that sometimes yeah. though, but yeah, any skill here can yeah work in this other spot. And yeah, I can't remember the word that they use for it in mm. employment, but something starting with a T. <laughs> yeah. Transferable. Yes, that's it. Oh, that's we got a, such yeah. an easy word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's quite interesting how probably now it's more accessible than any other time especially like the barrier to entry to music degrees and those kind of things you can go talk to people you can find out about it you can figure out like maybe a pathway from high school and and all those kind of things and then you got the free year which you can get a diploma yeah. in that time yeah i think there's a couple of quite crucial points really which is if you don't have a network and you're not already on a roll and you're wondering how to make the next step or you're, you're not getting a, you know that next step in the pathway, yep. then there's no loss at this point in time to no. not go and get a free year's yep. study go, go do somewhere. Because yeah. yep. yeah, you're going to meet people that are going to pay you attention rather than you having to try and get someone's attention yep. by sending emails and all those kind of things. If you're not thinking about studying at all and you're just so zoned into what you're doing, yeah. then if you haven't thought about it, you just don't need to. Yeah, no, exactly. That's that's a really good point. And we get a lot of inquiries at Big Fan, a lot of people looking to skip that part. And I'm like, you can skip it if you've got some support around that and like you're very proactive. Yeah, a lot of the times I'm like, you should start. Like the gaps that you need filled that can definitely be provided yeah through study i think one other point that you said which we'll pick back up on is always like going in with a plan right yeah and that's what i find quite often in study that it's like hey you're an adult now and you know yeah. you've paid uh this much which no you haven't paid that much yeah. you've been given that money yeah. and you've never yeah. seen the likes of 30 something thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. ever yeah. yeah so no you haven't just been gifted anything no. because no. that's going to come back to you yeah. which i think can be oh, yeah. quite irresponsible sometimes yeah. but to make sure you're like 18 like oh, mm. what? you have no idea no idea you have to sign a piece of paper and then you can't get a loan for anything else no. other than a degree yeah. which is crazy that's insane eh? but to have a plan actually no not to have a plan because a plan is a very hard thing to yeah. even come up with yeah. but yeah. to at least have the guidance and be open to asking people about what should i be doing be how, how should i be doing it yeah and 
number one thing to avoid is coming out of a diploma is a bit different. It's only a year and a year goes real quick, but coming out of a degree and having no step, well, like you should be working on the step from day one that you, and that happens to like 80% of students that I saw, like they finish their degree and nothing afterwards because they didn't really set themselves up properly for that. And you could tell them as much as you want. Mm. And also life things get in the way as well. Yeah. But yeah, that's a very common (laughs) situation, I think. Yeah. And one of the things that I wanted to add to just kind of support, like some of the things that we don't think about when I see myself that I I missed out on was the the community that you start building when you're in in these universities and studies and you're around like-minded people because there's only so much you can gain from, I guess, learning at home online on your own, you know, so... Everything that I've tried to learn on my own, I've forgotten most of it. Yeah. Everything that I've learned through collaborating with other people is cemented. It's yeah. like I remember all of that stuff yeah. because there was this interaction there. So, but also when we're talking about these communities, I was at the awards the other day and I recognized that my generational musicians, like we all kind of like knew each other. Yeah. And then I saw the generation that was before us and they all knew each yeah. other. And then the generation after, the ones who were getting the awards on stage and things like that. And I was like, they all know each other as well. And it's like, when we think about, you know, like when we go studying and stuff, that's part of that community. All yep. Everybody who's there now, they're all going to know each other. And as yeah. their careers start to progress, it's almost like, you know, I was a part of that circle as yep. well. Um, you know, if you're feeling lost at the end, you're like, I don't know, well, Ask your classmate. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to that, like I'm I'm a big believer in like looking to your sides rather than looking up yeah. when it comes to yeah. um, people for help. Yeah. And I think a lot of people always try to look up yeah. and like, pick me, help me. Yeah. Like, but just that's so rare that that yeah. happens. But yeah. got to remember at the same time, all your peers are growing the same at the same yeah. way you are. Yeah. Especially if they're just as driven as you. Yeah, use that to your advantage, man. Yeah. Like all yeah. all the yeah. people I I work with, like I perform with live, like still friends of mine yeah. from studying, like. And especially in the beginnings, because when you think about like the longevity of careers, you know, I want to be a part of the beginning of somebody's career because totally. that's that's sustainable there. That's yeah, yeah. Rather than you know, like when you're looking up, you you're potentially latching on to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've well, you've missed out on a journey as yeah. one. But potentially you might be latching on to the end of a career. And I suppose you're most likely going to be in amongst a whole bunch of really hungry people. If you're willing to be the one that kind of goes and knocks on other people's doors who, you know, if if everyone's a bit shy about interacting, there's a lot of, you know, traction that could be made like that, as you were saying. Yeah. So Elena, is that one of the first kind of productions that – and the weirdest way of saying like got across the line for you in terms of yeah, production. Yeah, it was Elena's from uh, Rotorua, similar to me, moved up to here, studied at Mainz. She's an incredible singer, incredible songwriter. Like one of the best songwriters I know. When I was first starting to collaborate with people, she was one of my first people. And kind of my production skills weren't really quite there yet, but my arrangement skills were and my songwriting skills were. She was planning on moving to New York after our degree, but she wanted to take like a bit of music with her to kind of shop around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I helped her make a kind of like a demo EP kind of thing, just high quality demos that she could take over with her. Basically, 
those demos got taken to some other bigger producers in like New York and stuff and then yeah got released and then did really well (laughs) and did do yeah yeah so I was I was like, oh, yeah, very nice. <laughs> very yeah. fortunate. And I thought I thought everything was going to be that easy, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was yeah. just one of those. first things, and yeah. it just went well. Yeah. And then I didn't realize how hard that was to recreate. Yeah, and that was pretty big point, like, in my kind of production-y life as well, because I remember sitting in class yeah. when, when that was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember <laughs> you were, like, teaching us about plugins, <laughs> and you said, oh, like, this is Elena's voice dry. And oh, I was like, yeah. cool. And then you're like, and then here's this plugin. And then you just like clicked through the chain. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is going yeah. on? And it was just wild. Yeah. And I was like, that's all inside that like little digital box. Yeah, and man. I was just like knocking on the door. And to see that, yeah, to see that happen and then to see the song release yeah. and then go through those stages yeah, yeah. was pretty epic. Yeah, uh, yeah. At that point. Yeah, it was it was a surreal time, really. Like, cause yeah, first time that had ever happened. As a tutor, uh, my perspective was that I should really just show everything that I'm learning, cause I'm as a tutor, I'm still learning, cause I was, I think I was like twenty six, twenty seven, or something at that time. Well, now we've got the age thing out of the way. I was older than you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> just throwing that in there. Yeah. Well, no, like legitimately, all the older students always do a lot better than the younger ones they, yeah, i think they come yeah. in a bit more prepared and a bit more yeah. uh, they've had a lot more life experience yeah so they know what's on the line yeah yeah but yeah i was just trying to share my journey as much as i could um yeah i, I definitely didn't want to be a tutor that was just stuck in the classroom i feel like i had to be out there learning things because the music industry is constantly changing so i had to be out there to bring in whatever new information i could so you're still yes. working with her now, I think. Yeah. So we just put out, well, I got to exec produce her her debut album, which was very fun. Something that I had wanted to do, like take more of an like, exec role, I mean, kind of be that musical partner that, to help an artist. Because as a solo artist, like what well, if you got a band, you have people to kind of rely on. And then if you're a solo artist, you kind of just have your management depending on who your management is and then your label, who knows how helpful they're going to be really. So yeah, it was nice to be kind of a musical partner and help her overlook that whole album. So I didn't produce all the songs, but I helped her kind of pick her producers, pick Mm. the songs, make it all work. Like I did a good chunk of them, but yeah, not necessarily all of them. Yeah, very, very fun experience. Oh, definitely looking forward to having a listen to that. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Which reminds me of another Mains Connection, Paige. Yeah. So, yeah, Paige was in the first year I was teaching there. So that was 2016. Awesome person. She was a terrible student. (laughs) I say this to her all the time. But dedicated to songwriting. Yeah, so dedicated to the craft, though. See, this is a good example of that difference, right? This is She probably didn't need... No. She didn't need Mains for the, I guess, the songwriting stuff or the performance. She already had all that in the bag. But what did help was just meeting people and kind of more industry guidance because that was one of the cool things about Mains is that you had this class that no one liked at the time, but it was super helpful and it was industry studies. So you're learning about all your copyrights, like all the entities that exist within the music industry. 
And at that time, there wasn't really any other place that would teach the ins and outs of like the music business. Mm. So that stuff was super helpful for her moving into her career. Yeah. yeah. So she she basically just asked me for help because she knew I was like producing and songwriting and stuff, and she had some really good songs. And then she was like, "Just help." <laughs> and so yeah, kind of became her once again like a musical partner to like give us some guidance and help where I could and just kind of be supportive. And then that turned into me being her MD for all her live stuff. And then, yeah, co-writer on some things. And now, now we're super tight, so she's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been going really well, eh? That's really cool. Yeah, she's killing it. Yeah, because I remember it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you're not um, – you know, whatever you're doing in, in the study side of things. But yeah. then when it comes to like the live performance, like assessment time, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, she was just absolutely, <laughs> she was on another level. Yeah, and everyone's like, what the heck is yeah, going on? Yeah, it's just kind of classmate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, she she had it all in there. And then, yeah, it's all paying off. But like, she does talk, like, tell me, she's like, God, I wish I went to class more. Like, because now she's getting way more into production. She's getting way more into theory. Mm. I was like, Dude, I taught you this like five years ago, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. with in our mentoring, I always mention this to our vocalists, like rappers or singers. It's yeah. like, you know, you may not enjoy this part of the process yeah. of learning that, but I, I kind of say to them, like, until you have a line of producers out the door waiting to work with you or, you know, yeah. Neumer as a friend yeah. or something yeah, like, you yeah. know, you're going to have to do a, a lot of that work on your own. Yeah. So this is why this stuff is important and, like you said, some of the older students who have recognized those mistakes, yeah. you know, they, they succeed a lot in, yeah. in, um, in the studies, whereas yeah, some of the younger ones haven't experienced that hardship yeah. yet. You know, like it's kind of like, you know, ignorance is bliss or whatever, yeah. you know, well, for want of a better term, it's like. And just when you're that age, <laughs> like it's hard to be disciplined at that age. All you want to yeah. do is socialize. That's like, right. You just yeah. want to hang out with your friends, like, mm. like, or like you want a game and all of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's not till later, and you're like, yeah. oh, damn it. Like, what? I can't play guitar for hours and hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean I have to feed myself now? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That was a big thing I went through when I was studying as well. And it really just taught me a lot of patience. Yeah. And actually made me kind of turn into more nurture, like be the guy that's that age, yeah. talking to people that are this age. Yeah. And just going, yeah. what's the point in getting frustrated? You know, yeah. why don't you just, you know, if someone doesn't know the ins and outs of the assignment, I'm like, here you go, yeah. all good, yeah. you know, and I'm yeah. friends yeah. with those people now, but it really did teach me a lot yeah. about, they're just at a, a different stage. You're stage allowed to life. be at that yeah. stage, yeah, so exactly. you shouldn't be expected to yeah. to have all these skills ready to go straight yeah. from high school. We were, we were all like, there, like we've all yeah. been through yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I and I really think that that's, that's something that the industry needs to needs to do a lot more of not saying that they don't but is just being a willing mentor as part of your yeah. career that should just be one of the things that should be in there yeah you know because there's a lot of great great minds out there but i guess you know whether they're introverted or not or they just they don't share their knowledge and yeah. it's like it's gonna go with you man like you, yeah you know like you need to pass that value on yeah exactly you know, so you know i take my hat off to guys like yourself norma who oh, thank you who have, you know, gone through it, but are also like these, you've came in as a sponge and now, you know, you're, you're, you're distributing that knowledge out to, to others. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, if you, if you got it, you have to, like I was 
because yeah, once again, came to Auckland, no connections at all. Like I was always slightly resentful for not being able to access certain things. Yeah. And I was like, in my mind, I knew that as soon as I can learn how to do these things, I'm going to share as much as yeah. I can. And, and the more you teach it, the deeper your understanding of it is, right? Totally. That was one of the best yep. things about being a tutor, actually, yep. was just my fundamental knowledge of music or production or guitar playing just like went through the roof because mm. you're just constantly having to practice and keep up to make sure these uh, younger students get yeah. a, a you unpack it on multiple levels. Yeah. 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 You really have to. And then. This is kind of going back to like young younger people looking at studying, like especially in music, the music tutors at like Auckland Uni, SAE, anywhere in New Zealand are like the top people yeah. in our yeah. industry. Like they're yeah. all ridiculously incredible and they know everyone else in the yeah. music industry. And yeah. I think a lot of people underestimate the value that your I guess, well, like a tutor's thoughts of you have. Like, like I get a lot of people asking me for, I'm like, oh, do you know a, a drummer? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this student was incredible. Yep. Like, like, not only could they play, they were yep. always there and hit that person up. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time. And I get people asking me about the bad students too. I'm like, oh, like, that, <laughs> like they're talented and yep. maybe they've grown up, so give them a shot, but. Yeah. Just be a little bit careful. <laughs> it, it was nice seeing at the awards that some of the artists were thanking their music teachers. Yeah, I, I noticed yeah, that as well. Which, which was I, cool. That was beautiful because yeah. they do have a big impact on, That's right. on your musical journey. Some careers don't start without the music teacher saying, hey, you've got something. Yeah. You know, because then you just follow default path, yeah. whatever the family tells you. Go and work there or whatever. Yeah. You just, you're on autopilot and you just follow that, whereas... The, the music teacher will, will be like, you've got something there. Yeah. Here's your options. And then you keep growing from that. They're going to be the most knowledgeable person that you have access to yep. within that industry. Yep. Like by far. Yep. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be where I am now without doing yep. those Eagles covers and the old Cosy Club with my guitar yeah. tutor, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, like you, your knowledge now has contributed to the amount of times that you've had to unpack it for other yeah. students, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, so, hope so. <laughs> well, in that area, you know, you yeah. know, the experts are like, oh, let's go to guys like Norma, <laughs> you know, like like Ooh. yourself, and because it'll be like, well, he's had to do that a hundred times, like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll go to that guy. <laughs> there's, there's times, eh, like, like Reese will remember like the rehearsal rooms at Mains, and there's times where just like everyone's playing over each other, and I'm just like, oh god, here we go, and then you spend a whole year getting those students kind of discipline up and just like their awareness of uh, rehearsal room etiquette you spend a whole year developing that yeah and you start that all again the next year with the next <laughs> brutal. It's, it's brutal man. yeah yeah that's hard but that is hard it, it's always nice seeing though when your students do move on past the study and they're doing really cool things mm. yeah yeah it's an awesome feeling well let's skip ahead to your yeah. new role new role mm. yeah mm. Is, yeah. it, is it studio manager or is it because yeah. I saw that somewhere? Yeah. yeah. So I'm at Big Fan and I'm the studio manager and the venue production manager. If anyone listening doesn't know about Big Fan, it's, it's a brand new facility that has some recording studios and a live music venue in Morningside, Auckland. Yeah, I get to do all the fun 
techie stuff there and look after that as well as like use the facilities to produce and songwrite and yeah. all of those things. So are you considered like the studio engineer, you know, I'm, so like I'm the one, day-to-day roles are coming through, but there's yeah. a crew of you? I'm So I guess, yeah, I have I have a couple of engineers that I have at my disposal for things that come mm-hmm. through and be like, oh, hey, do you guys want to do this? And just kind of picking who's best for what client comes through. Sometimes it's me, but my I've been focusing more on non-inquiries. Um, so like I'll be out there looking for kind of projects or just because I already had like a whole bunch of artists I was working with already. Yeah. So my focus is bringing them in and then I will often give uh, the inquiries that come through to some of the younger engineers because like we get a lot of young people coming in wanting to record and it's cool, but I've kind of done that already. And and I'm not just trying to wash my hands off it. I also realized that if I take those on, then I'm essentially taking away experience that another younger engineer could get. Yeah, because I'm mm. I really like my young I got a whole bunch of young, young people around me that I'm like trying yeah. to champion and yeah. so try to get them as much experience. It's as, like more work's gonna come. So just like yeah, be be open yeah. and share the workload out, yeah, which exactly. is massive. And then yeah, like still help them where they need it and we'll often like I, try, I weirdly try to teach it, well, like operate it like a mentoring program, but it's also with staff, I guess that makes sense. Like, because the idea with Big Fan is not only helping the community because we are a charitable entity, but also, yeah, trying to help the people who work in the music industry as well. So say like we have a venue, so we'll also need like live engineers you know, bringing some younger people in, developing their skills, and hopefully they'll move on to things like doing big festivals and things mm. like that. And same with the young people coming through Big Fan and the studios. So, like, upskilling them. Hopefully they'll be able to kill it in a couple of years' time and do whatever they're hoping to do. Yeah. So It definitely filled a space, like, in that live turnaround <clears throat> of people coming and doing, like, that next level of live yeah. performance. And it's an amazing sounding space, like definitely one of the best it's, kind of intimate live settings I, that I I've get, heard in Auckland. I get very spoiled by it. Like when I'm in there, I just kind of forget that it is a music first venue. So it's like, it's not like we have a bar, but it wasn't set up as a bar. It was set up. This is where you come to play music. It's like all treated and not too much treatment. It's like just the right amount of treatment. So it's not fully dead but enough that it can be a versatile kind of space. Incredible PA system mm. that Joel's put a lot of money into. Yes. I thought it was just going to be the cheap JBLs and stuff, nah. but no, nah, it's man. it's the top stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. we have an in-ear system as well because we realized that so many artists are using like backing track rigs and all of that stuff and need click in their ears. So because I play live with Paige and Elena a lot, get really frustrated when like you have to sort out some sort of in-ear rig or something like that so with big fan i was like i think we should have one because so many people are using them nowadays and then it just makes it more accessible makes it less work means we can teach it as well so Hmm. very cool cool it's a very cool space were you part of the build of the space Um, or you came in at maybe when the gear was yeah i came in towards just towards the end of construction. So Joel had um, done a lot of the 
audio planning stuff with a company called DM Acoustics. Yep. Matt Tucker runs that very active in the the live scene in the industry. So they kind of went through a audio plan with Joel. So this is what gear we should do. This is how we'll wire it through the building to make it. Basically, we wanted the venue and the studios to feel as accessible as possible. So if you knew a bit about like live, you should be able to operate this venue. If you know a little bit about recording, you should be able to use the studios. So nothing too complex. Like if you know how to use a DAW, you can come in and pretty much use them. I'll help you get set up and just show you a couple of preamp stuff, but essentially you're good to go. So, mm, yeah. So okay. it's not a super complex studio. Yeah. yeah. So there's no like patching behind <coughs> hardware. <laughs> no, there's, we have one <laughs> compressor that can be patched in and that's about it. Most of it's all in the box. And cause that's, that's just how Joel's studio is. He's just like, it's nice preamps going straight into an Apollo and then having a nice mic. And that's essentially mm. it. Yeah. 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 Wanted it to feel not too overwhelming as like a lot of recording studios can feel mm. when you see hundred channel mixing this yeah, Neve disc that you're not <laughs> yeah. even allowed to breathe on. Yeah, like. yeah. And you're using like one or two channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just exactly. just the track. Yeah, you're, on. you're just using the, the monitor out. Like. <laughs> yeah. Which so, quite often happens. Yeah. Yeah. Try to keep it very simple. Like if you know how to use an interface and a computer. That's you'll you'll be able to use our studios fine, and we have people around to help you set up and all of that stuff. Very cool. Yeah. It's a beautiful space. So yeah. quite inspiring. Checking that out. Yeah, I've got some funny stories around gear and stuff like that. Oh yeah, like when using Logic Eight as well. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I set my laptop on a um, on an API disk, <laughs> not knowing what it was. <laughs> And I just used, uh, I just the aux, the mic straight out of, uh, yeah, aux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was laptop into my little M Audio yeah. interface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just bypassed the whole disc. Yeah. I was like, oh, can I just plug the mic straight into my M Audio? Yeah. And then, well, that's, that's, this is like, do you know what your laptop is sitting on? Like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many people yeah. will kill for yeah. that disc? Dude, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Neve sitting in the corner. like. But that's oh. that's kind of the reality of where, <laughs> like how we were talking about that, like yeah. late 2000s period where being able to record music was becoming a lot more accessible. And yeah. essentially all you needed was an interface, some yeah. mic, or be able to plug your guitar into an interface and you could build all your beats on there and they sounded awesome. And, and I mean, like when you think about the gear, you know, it'd be lovely to have a fair child. Oh my god! But I mean, like <laughs> with technology, I can have as many as my computer can exactly. handle. Exactly, you can have a fair child on every channel. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a, a when I was teaching. That was a hard concept to teach younger people because they didn't quite know. Yeah. That like because they were like, oh yeah, I can just throw as many plugins as I want on like every channel. And I was, you know, like like in the real world when you were using the analog units mm-hmm. of that. No, <laughs> you were bussing, man. Yeah, like you, yeah. you were bussing everything to that one reverb, man. Bussing, you had to plan it too. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. run out of channels, like, uh oh, yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's like now the the base computer. Like, if you went and got a new Mac, like with a, like or even an M2 chip or something, Dude, you could yeah. just load up a ridiculous amount of plugins and not understand that that <laughs> it's, concept. It's, it's crazy how much yeah. those MacBook Airs can do yeah. now. Like. Oh, it's it's so insane. And then now iPads with the new logic on it. Like, yeah, it's getting crazy, man. 
I'm glad I learned about analog though. Let me just quickly throw that in there. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's a very yeah. useful skill to oh, have. 100%. And yeah. when you when you get to a certain level, you're gonna want that, yeah. like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. can't beat like a nice pre. Just a nice mic going into a nice pre, and it just oh, yeah. does all the work for you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And I suppose being at SAE with, when they've still got some analog gear there, yeah. I'm not sure how much people are using it, but. I definitely learnt like just right on the edge before I was like completely yeah. software all in the box. Yeah. And it's different and I'm I'm just waiting for the day where I can go back and EQ things with yeah. knobs. Yeah. Uh, mm. because I just haven't touched or been anywhere near that in, in quite some time. Yeah. Even just preamp, you know, on, on just different preamps when you're setting mic levels, yeah. you know, ones that click are always really nice. Ah, uh, yeah, like the channelers. Um, or, you know, or just doing compression by yeah. hand, like it really does just, I don't know, get you back to that creative space. So yeah. I'd love to, but, and, to do but that. The funny thing is like sometimes some mixes that I'll have like get really annoyed that I've printed that all in through analog gear. They're like, <laughs> they just kind of prefer something do it. purely clean. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so yeah, like yeah. now that I, I have some, like, like a compressor or something, I'm like, always think about it. I'm like, oh, is the mixer going to want this? They're probably not. Like, yeah. but I want it. <laughs> like, I like it. But yeah. 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 Well, what are we, we're in spring. We're we'll just coming up into spring, really. Yeah. What's the, the outlook for the rest of the year? Are you touring? Summer? Going to Singapore soon with Paige. We're doing a show mid-September. It's like a similar to South by called Music Matters in Singapore. Amazing. So we're going there. First time we're taking the band overseas, so that'll be fun. And then doing South by with her. Um, no way. It's the new Sydney one. So. Oh, the Sydney. Yeah, it's like the first one. So going there. And a couple of other things coming up as well live. Turn the studio stuff. Yeah, lots of lots of sessions, a lot of finishing things off. Like it's always feels like you never finish like Anything. everything like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. it's like okay i've got this yeah. one project finally finished after a couple of months and then i'm only halfway through this one and i've just started this one so yeah, yeah. just lots of lots of finishing some things off over the last maybe two months i kind of purposely tried to slow down on i guess creative output and focus more on you know just focusing more on my own sonic skills mm. so to speak like diving deeper into some mix things we got a mix with the master subscription that i paid for have you guys uh, got that we're we're about to get it like i think oh, we, we watch the the free stuff yeah the free that. stuff yeah. yeah that's how um, i got into it and then i brought the subscription you know it's all business expenses yeah it's definitely <laughs> yeah. worth it i mix yeah. with the master oh my god like i've yeah. i've leveled up already just from i i just watch the well i'm not watching the videos i'm like listening to them on the drive into work because it takes me like an hour to get the big fan so i just play it listen I'm like oh here's timberland talking about what he's doing and mm. just that alone and that that's what I, kind of what i meant about when i was talking about how things are so accessible now you can get yeah. master class videos from yeah literally the best people in the world and they're opening up their sessions they're talking yeah. about them and they're they're being honest like and, and that's what the driven guys will will actively seek out they'll, right? they'll, they'll do it yeah yeah and they do so yeah my last month has been just focusing more on how my session templates look and uh what plugins i'm using how i can reduce cpu usage and 
But yeah. that's a that's a very nice place to get to, right? Because it yeah. means that you can just concentrate on those things. Everything else is working in the background. Yeah, and then now it's time to start putting those into practice again. So yeah, yeah. and I've noticed the difference already from just starting to do more sessions again. Like, okay, immediately yeah. it's sounding so much better. So yeah, I've, yeah. I've been creating spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> so like I can visually look back at with checkboxes in them yeah. as well, and yeah. then go. Oh, that's why my bottom end is like yeah. doing a certain and I go, Oh, that's what that's what's yeah. messing up my my mix or something like that. Yeah. Cause yeah. you you need time to like dive deep into just that. Yeah. Like that one thing, right? Getting your kick yeah. in your base. Like that's a big one that everyone yeah. eventually gets over that hurdle. Yeah. But it takes takes a long time and there's different ways to approach that. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, because I like I got to, I get to hear like like some of Joel's stuff sometimes he's working on or like uh, Rory Noble and just these guys who have incredible sounding productions. Is Rory working a big fan? No, but, um, oh, okay, so, but you're just hearing his stuff. Um, Joel and Rory are managed by Ashley Page. Oh, okay, so cool. So yeah. there's a bit of an association. Yeah, he's around cool. a lot. Done a few writing camps and stuff where he's been there. And I've just heard it. I'm like, what's he doing, man? Like, yeah. like so yeah, I'm diving in deep and being super nerdy about it and but knowing it's all going to help. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming in today. Yeah. Oh, thanks yeah. for having me, That's man. awesome. This I've is... got more questions, but we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, <see>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. show us your templates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I never used to be into them, but I'm so into them now. What's eh? your login? Oh. Yeah, yeah, what's your login? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It honestly feels so good when you when you use a template and then you go to start a new session, you're like, ah, but my template, yeah. this has already been done yeah. for me. Yeah, 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 yeah man. exactly. Like, yeah, when you're doing quick writing sessions, like, you know, you've never met this person before and you're doing everything, you just got to be fast. Oh, yep. my God. They're yeah, so man. handy. Yeah. So, so handy. Yeah. Cool, man. That's the next episode. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Session two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Cool. Cool. Thanks, bro. You have been listening to The Way Through by Crescendo Studio. Your hosts were Reese Muir and David Arthur. Sound design and engineering by Reese Muir. Produced by Joanne Luxton. Crescendo Studio offers music, audiobook, and podcast production. And all proceeds fund youth music mentoring programs. 